This episode is brought to you by KG Productions for Krishna Nose. Now we are doing a new chapter in the Bhagavad Gita and this is chapter 7. Last time we had done a chapter which was called the Yoga of Self Control. So this time we are going to do a new chapter that is chapter 7 which is about jnana and vijnana. Now everybody thinks both are same. but both are not the same jnana is one aspect jnana as translated into english would be knowledge and vidnyana would be superior knowledge <laughs> maybe intellectual knowledge in english there may be no such word but we will try to understand these two words in its own context at the outset let me tell you that both are important and both are not important important when you are on the path of spiritual not important when you reach there that means once you have reached the ultimate destination say you have reached realization or you have got independent free from all these material worldly attachments gone beyond if you have become a buddha then you don't need this thing jnana as well as vidnyana becomes absolutely useless so let us see how krishna is going to describe that we are doing the bhagavad gita chapter 7 jnana and vidnyana verse 1 shri bhagwan said arjuna now listen how with the mind attached to me and practicing yoga with absolute dependence on me you will know me the repository of all power strength and glory and other attributes the universal soul in entirety and without any shadow of doubt this is a very strange verse where sri krishna is telling us something very secret and what is that secret he is telling you that he is the ultimate when you are attached to me the previous chapter we had already discussed about detaching from the material world but attaching to the feet of the lord this we had discussed in the previous chapter so when you are completely attached to krishna and you are totally devoted to him then what happens over here he says you will find me then your dependence is going to be on me when you practice yoga see there are couple of things which we have to break down the first thing that we have to break down over here is the mind attached to me when the mind in the material world is attached to all the material worldly objects how can it be attached to krishna it can never be attached if you really want 
to be on the path of spiritual you have to detach from everything what is this strange thing called detachment from everything it starts with your body your mind your senses everything that is connected to you you have to first detach yourself from that remember when we were very young now i am not saying that some of you all are not young most of you are very young people of course but those who were younger now they used to always preen themselves look nice you know do their hair and all kinds of things everybody has done always wanting to look better and as you progressed maybe when you met your would be your wife your husband or whoever it is at that point in time you really wanted to look nice you know the kind of things that we can see today on the internet there are tutorials and there are stuff which are talking about how to do makeup even young boys are doing it young boys they may be 15 16 year old and they are doing tutorials on makeup it's a strange phenomena isn't it and believe me there was this mother in some foreign country she saw her son on a channel where he was doing makeup tutorials and quietly she went and purchased some of the best makeup kits packed it nicely and presented it to him now think about it in india if we have a person like this who is going to make up his face and stuff like that so the first thing that we say in india ke norton ki join kar rahe ho kya <laughs> that means are you joining some you know norton ki norton ki is basically the actors and all those people they are the people who do the stage plays and so on and so forth are you going to act in films are you going to do this it is not said in a good manner it is said in a very derogatory manner <laughs> but abroad they will give presentation of the best of the you know cosmetics that is a strange thing so you have so much attachment to your body your own face your hands your legs everybody wants to do you know manicure pedicure this that it starts from that and then later on what does it then you want to wear fancy clothes you want to really shine out in front of all your friends see i am wearing from this brand that brand shoes the shoes which cost thousands of rupees that goes on and then material worldly attachment first to your parents and then to your people that you fall in love with and then later on in the, in the material but yeah friends also also of course and too many other things that happen so this is the progression in which a man progresses from a small attachment in the beginning to his father and mother 
to attachment to everything from his body to the parents to the relatives which he has and are going to have now think relatives he is going to have means the in-laws and everybody from the girl's side or everybody from the boy's side if it is a girl then everybody from the boy's side you see the whole idea is your family grows and then you have children the attachment to the children grows and then to the material world krishna is saying these are all your attachments detach yourself detach yourself simply because if you have one person how can you have another person with you see if you have a wife you can't have another girlfriend some of you will correct me and say sir we can have a girlfriend no what i mean is your life is not going to be good enough <laughs> to handle one is a problem to handle two it is terrible so think like that same goes for uh, women also okay to handle one man is very tough and then to handle more than one and when you have children i'm i can tell you for sure you know i am sure you will say my god my son is worse than my husband <laughs> it happens so so that attachment grows krishna is telling us right in the beginning when you are detached when your detachment is there complete and you are only attached to me see the first line is this only attachment to me by your mind your mind is a very important tool when your mind is an important tool it has to give you a lot of benefits on the contrary mind do not give mind does not give benefits it gives you a lot of problems mind is a tool see mind is like a horse or like a dog you know if your horse is not going to listen to you what is the point of having that horse in the first place similarly when your dog is not going to listen to you what is the point in having a dog in the first place see yesterday i saw a doberman he just went on barking ba 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 continuously people are afraid to go near him even the owner came near he was not scared of the owner also so you can imagine if you have a dog like that which is your mind which is not even going to listen to you what is the point it does everything on its own your mind is an autopilot it does all your decision making you don't decide anything then what are you an income <laughs> think of yourself what are you you are an owner whose servant is not even listening it's like again you have a servant at home maybe somebody is there to work for you your own downline your employee say ah, i don't care then what happens then you have a problem so the mind has to listen to you you have to train your mind to listen to you when you train your mind to listen to you at that point you will become its master and then train it to go towards krishna's feet this is first second one he says and practicing yoga with absolute dependence on me practicing yoga with an absolute dependence on me first let us say practicing yoga 
again the problem comes over here when people misinterpret it krishna is telling me to practice yoga hat yoga no way krishna doesn't recommend any hat yoga anywhere no where has he ever recommended have you ever thought of shri ram doing hat yoga or shri krishna doing that ramana maharishi doing it or ramakrishna paramahansa or mirabai for that matter imagine mirabai doing that posting her videos online how stupid will that sound i don't think any of the sages and the saints from the past ever did it is only some few of them you know and they will only take out those names and say oh there was patanjali patanjali okay so one patanjali is followed by a million people a billion people yoga i don't know what yoga they are talking about here shri krishna is talking about union with god yoga simply translates into union with god if i do my acrobatics i don't know how i'm going to have union with god see union with god is never going to happen if i am bothered about which asana i am going to do the best i am bothered about the asana i am bothered about how i do it and then i am thinking i will rise myself from the muladhara chakra to the swadishtina chakra oh come on what muladhara chakra what swadishtina chakra are you talking you are focused on that object you are not focused on going towards god union with g o d how does a person have union with god when you keep on thinking only of him there you are thinking of the asana you are thinking of the asan asan means the place on which you sit because if it is uncomfortable you will keep on doing all those kind of things you are thinking about your breath control see understand one thing breath control can be practiced by atheist also they are told no isn't it if they go to if they are having anxiety these that hundreds of problems don't they go to a psychiatrist or all these doctors and people like that and say oh i have got this problem you know i have to do something what does that person tell you when you are getting upset and having anxious thoughts count from 1 to 10 take a deep breath well that is pranayama for you so an atheist can practice pranayama an atheist can practice all the yogic postures it's nothing but exercise of the body nobody tells you in the gym nobody tells you in the gym by lifting weights and stuff like that you are going to reach god are they going to say that to you think about it if you do a split if you lift so many weights if you do all those different different kinds of exercises okay you bend backwards you bend bend forwards you raise your arms you lower them down you do all kinds of things and when you are doing that do you have to practice breath control also of course when you are lifting the heavy you know deadlift or some whatever they call it you think you are if you don't have breath control how will you lift it do they call it yogasana and pranayama by any chance any gym calls it that but this is the mis- misinterpretation which people do the same thing is done by people and it is marketed as yoga sai baba very clearly has said don't do that 
Ramakrishna Paramahansa has said very clearly, don't do that. Krishna over here is telling you in this particular scripture, chapter 7, verse 1, he is telling yoga means union with God. When your mind is completely engrossed in me, at my feet, then with absolute dependence on me, yes, this last, this dependence on me word I will tell you in the end. Right now, let us keep it on hold. You will know me. When you have completely surrendered at my feet, Number one, completely devoted to me. Your attachment is from with your mind is only to me. Number one point. Number two, union with God. Then he says, then you will depend on me. I told you, dependency is something I will teach you later at the end of the verse. But first listen to what he says. You will know me. Does anybody know Krishna? Today in the morning also, I was talking about what is Krishna's name? What is the name? It's a God with no name. It is written in literally every scripture. God does not have a name. Why? You see, if you have a name, your name has been given to you by your parents or relatives or by government. If you are born without parents, the government will tag you, will put a tag over here, you know, barcode or something like that and say, your barcode number so and so, robo number one, something like that, God knows. So, <laughs> somebody is going to tag you and put a name to you. But... God doesn't have a father and mother. He is the father and the mother. He is the eternal. How can he have a name? So God has no name. Remember this. So here, how will you know me? When you have completely devoted to me, when you are completely devoted to me, when you have surrendered at my feet and you are practicing oneness with God, God, Almighty God, then, through dependence on me, you will become one with me. The repository of all powers. This is the important part which I told you. Repository of all powers. What does repository mean? Repository could mean, now if I am in the fields and I am doing that solar energy fellow, okay, all the power of the sun is stored in some cells, isn't it? Somewhere it is stored. The silicon chips and all those kind of things, you know, they are catching the rays, blah, blah, all that. And finally, the power is stored somewhere. Even in your cell phones, isn't the power stored over there? You plug it. It is charging your battery. Your battery is storing the power. Does the battery use the power or your phone uses the power? Think. I want you to think. <laughs> the battery doesn't use your power. The battery gets used. Right? The power is used by the cell phone, laptop, all those kind of things. So, repository. It's a place where the power rests. 
the resting place of all the powers in the world is Sri Krishna himself. He has told you something very strange now. So every power in this world, people call it Shakti. Correct? Now I was telling you, breathing exercise, yogasanas, kundalini, all those things. What are you trying to do? You are trying to tap into those powers. Correct? Here he is telling you, I am the repository of all the powers. The powers are within me. I store those powers. They are within my being. So, strength and glory. I have all the strength in the world. I may look like an ordinary person when I am born on this planet earth. But don't have that kind of an illusion, see. He is very clear. He says, I am the strength. Now between the two brothers, you know, Ram and Lakshmana on one side and on the other side we have Krishna and Balrama. We always think Balrama has more power, isn't it? Mm, hefty guy and all that. And Lakshmana is always saying, I'll go and fight, I'll go and fight, I'll go and fight. He tells his brother that. So, is Adishesh in material world. When they become, they, when they come under the control of Maya, they become that. So now think what I am saying. The idea that the power rests in another being is wrong. All the strength and the power is within that one person only as we call Krishna. Then he says something. The glory and other attributes, whatever other attributes you want to take in this world, beauty, strength, power, everything, whatever attributes, the best looking eyes, good looking face, nice body, these are also attributes. The best attributes of a fruit, you know, it is very delicious, correct? Or the best attribute of a flower. It is very beautiful. Everything is within. And in one of the chapters he is going to tell you. All these powers are within me only. By the way. I am the best of the best. The best of the best. You see if I, if you take in case of a horse. I am the best of the horse. If you take in case of a elephant. I am the best of the elephant. And he names that. What does it mean? He is the ultimate in everything. Got it? Then he says, I am the universal soul. Please understand one thing. When Krishna is saying he is the universal soul, this is our ultimate scripture. Bhagavad Gita, isn't it? The other side, I am doing the Uddhava Gita. Saturday, Sunday, you can join that also. It's the same thing which he says. Krishna says, I am the universal soul. They can be no other. In entirety and without any shadow of doubt. You should please understand one thing. I am the entirety, the everything of everything that you can think of. Whatever best you can think of. Yes, I am that also. And without a shadow of doubt. And now we will come to the two words which I said. I will tell you the meaning in the end. Absolute dependence on me. 
Now, here I will give you an understanding. Now, many years ago, I think in 2012 or 13, I don't recollect when, I had done two postings in my Facebook page. I will explain those to you and then I will come to this word dependent on me. You see, when the first thought comes to you, I have to do this. Or the Lord himself says, do this. Or if you have a spiritual master, the spiritual master says, go do that. What do you do? Okay. You know, people, they shake their head this way. They are like those, you know, the dolls. You should look at them. They will first say, yeah, I will do. Indians, we love to shake our heads like this. Is it a no? Is it a yes? Nobody knows. Uh, like that. So first they will say yes. I think it is yes. Okay. Could be no also. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so, first thing they will do is that. Second thing they will do is, but, if, these words come into the picture. So, the first thought will come. Just now I don't have the time. I will do it tomorrow. You have been told to do something now. But the person says, I will do it tomorrow. Now imagine somebody is cleaning in front of me. Just think about it. Okay. And the person is doing it quietly. But that shh, 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 shh noise is coming. The person doesn't realize that they are making noise. Because according to them, they are not making noise. Now in my satsang, I need peace and quiet. Okay. So what I tell them, don't do that just now. The first thought will come. You know that shaking of the head will happen. Second, they will do what? I will not make noise. I will do it quietly. I will not make noise. I will do it quietly. They will continue to sweep. Okay? They will continue to dust. Somebody is sitting over there. You think uh, it is not disturbing here? So the Guru has said, don't do it. But these are certain things that they are ending up doing. They will do exactly what they want to do. Just thinking, now see, their mind has thought this. This is exactly how you will think. Now think, what does their mind thought? Guruji is saying, because there is noise. What is, is What are they thinking? Their mind says, Guruji says so because there is a noise. So I should not make noise. No, you have not understood a word of what is being said. Don't do it. It has nothing to do with noise. But your mind told you it has everything to do with noise. Why? Because you were making noise. The way of looking at it is simply this. 
and they will continue to do the work thinking that they are helping guruji now it is think think like this huh? they think they are helping because already their mind has told them they should not make noise they should continue to do what they are doing and do it without making noise so they will do it quietly after that i was not making noise that is later on if i have to ask them when i told you not to do the work you are continuing to do but guruji i was not making any noise i was not disturbing you i was not doing this we have people who talk like this what was the first thing don't do it what it has got to do with noise or any other thing nothing whatsoever so now guruji and a disciple is the disciple dependent on guruji not at all because the disciple is thinking with his mind first example second example before the start of pandemic before all this started there were a couple of people who were there now there was no indication last year that there is going to be such a kind of an outbreak correct and please go to this village please go to this place please go to your house please do this please do that can i just be with you for two months can i just be with you for one month can i just you know i can do it later on when my holidays come in the summer vacation i can do this i can i will have no time to come back to bangalore i you know i have a problem when will i get my children when will i get my parents when will i get my wife when will i get my husband okay and the dilly dallying happens then what happens destiny strikes not listening to the words being said or not listening to the god inside of you for the first time you can never be dependent because you have mind which talks you see if you your mind the god within has told you you should wrap up and go now and the mind says aur ek hafte mein kya hoga in another week what will happen nothing is going to happen don't worry about it so some wise guys some wise people asked me guruji if i would have listened to you what would have happened now what would have happened is a projected thing i can't tell you that but i will still try to give you an answer what will happen if you were to listen suppose you were to listen to the god within to your guruji to krishna himself if you were to listen if he says in november or october september 2019 go to this place and stay there
Point number one. All the troubles in the last one year would not have happened. It's not that the troubles are not going to come. The troubles will come, but they will be cushioned. You will only experience 10% of it. 90% is going to be eliminated. Now do you understand? If you listen to Krishna, if you listen to the voice inside, the, the sweet voice of God inside, or to your spiritual master, then the 10 months or 12 months or 1 year of misery is not going to be yours. Whatever is written in your life will happen, but the brunt of it, the impact of it is only going to be 10% or maybe 1%, you don't know. The rest of it is hand, complete, completely handled by the master, Krishna or the divine. Did you understand the word over here? With absolute dependence on me. When you depend on me, it is my job to handle your problems, to handle your karma. No karma, no futuristic karma will accrue to you. What did I say? No futuristic karma will accrue to you. You will only be expiating your past, which has come as prarabdha. So you are supposed to fall down and fall sick. You will fall down and fall sick, but you will recover instantly. If you fall down, it will only be a scratch. Got it? But now because you did not listen, what happens is you fall down and you incur more future karmas. Did you get it? You get hurt and you incur more future karmas. Because 100% of the karma is now with you. There is no 90% being taken by Krishna. 90% because you are not even dependent on what he says. You are not dependent even when he tells you that you do this and yet you don't care. People have this general idea what would happen. So I have given you an understanding of what would happen. Now another thing. But I listened to you. How many months later? How many years later? How many minutes later? How many hours later? It is not like that. Instantly you have to do it. Right there and then. The main question behind this is, are you using your mind? If the mind is at the feet of Krishna, how can you use it? Did you understand the whole gist of this verse? If your mind, see, he says, now listen how with the mind attached to me and practicing yoga with absolute dependence on me. When your mind is attached to Krishna, how can it tell you, I will do it later, I have no time in hand, I will do it when I have holidays, I will, I will take some time out from my life and then do the activity which you are telling me to do. 
all this doesn't appear because your mind itself is at the feet of the Lord. It's like you have removed your mind and chucked it over there. Now what are you? You are a mindless machine. A machine which Krishna can use. But if your mind is there, how can he use? If your mind is there with you and your mind is the leader of everything, do you think he, uh, Krishna can use your mind? He can't. He, can he take your karma? No, he can't. Can he assist you in any way? No, he can't. This is the truth. I don't know how many of you have actually understood this verse. But even if you have to understand 1% of it, listen to this one line again. Put your mind at the feet of Krishna. Don't take it back. Attach it to his legs. At his feet. Union with God. You should be one with the divine. The divine is inside of you. Become one with it. So what you are doing and what God is doing inside of you is the same. There is no difference. Got it? Third one. Dependence on me. Where my food is going to come, how things are going to happen, whether the bus will come or not, whether the trains are going to be there, whether the plane is going to come, whether I will get money when you told me to go there, when things are going to happen, when people are going to come to work, when things are going to... You see all these questions which otherwise are plaguing you in your mind. You know that kind of thing. What am I to do now? What am I to do now? What am I to do now? You are still saying, what am I to do now? If you have surrendered at Krishna's feet, what have you to do now? Nothing. Because dependency is on Krishna. He is going to do. You are on autopilot. Got it? You are on autopilot. I hope you understood this. Because why? Because he is telling you. He is the super boss of everything. Krishna is the super boss of everything. He sees, see what he says. You will know me in the first place. First you will know me. But if you are going to question me, then how will you know me? For everything you have doubts, everything you keep on dilly-dallying, everything you procrastinate, you don't listen one word of what I speak, you are not even with me. If you are not with me, how do you think I will ever be with you? Because... You will know me then. I am the repository of all power, strength and grace. All the strength, all the power, everything that you require and all the attributes are in me. I am the highest of all attributes. So what do you want? I am also the Maya. If I want to create a magical plane for you, I will create it for you. If you want a magical kingdom, that also I can create for you. If you want me to take a form of a tiger or a lion or something, I will come in that form also. If you want me to come like an average human being, I can come that way also. You think I can't do that? <laughs> Krishna is saying these words. He says, please understand, I can do anything. I am the superpower of everything. And when your dependency is on me, don't you think I will give those powers to you for your benefit? If you wanted the best of the hospitals, I will put the hospitals right in front of you. Tick, 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 like that, one, of, one after the other. And everybody will come and ask you. Nobody is going to say anything. There will be no problems in your life. Because all the problems I have taken, 
See, 10%, 90%, I told you. Because I am the repository of everything and you have surrendered to me, I will handle everything. So I hope you understood this verse. This verse is a very critical one. It is a codex again. It's very tough to understand Krishna's behavior. And your egoistic behavior, because, because of your ego and your mind, you don't listen. He is telling you, he is the repository of all the powers, everything in this world. He is the super boss. So only surrender at his feet. Come at his feet. Stop using your mind. See the God within. Become one with it. And know that you should have absolute dependence on me. When all these things fall together, then I am with you. Then you will know me also. So now we will go to the next verse. We are doing Bhagavad Gita chapter 7. It's a new chapter. We are doing verse 2. I shall unfold to you in its entirety this wisdom. In the brackets it's written, knowledge of God and his absolute formless aspect. Along with it, the knowledge of the qualified aspect of God. That is both with form and without form. Having known which, nothing else remains to be known in this world. The highest knowledge that anybody can get. What is the highest knowledge that anybody can get? Today in India, everybody wants to know what is the Prime Minister doing? Isn't it? Our curiosity is so much. The new American president, incumbent has come in, isn't it? So they all want to know what is he going to do. Similarly, there is an Afro-Indian lady who has become the vice president, who is going to become the vice president. She is still not become. When they are going to come, what will happen? Now let me give you one example. There is a very big issue of H-1B visas. I think every American knows H-1B visa. Indians know it much better. Why? Because we are very much dependent on that H-1B visa. And then the H-1B visa person also has dependencies. You know, their wife, children, God knows, whoever they might be. Or maybe husbands and children or whoever. Or parents. So, the question remains... What is the new incumbent going to do? Is he going to scrap the entire H-1B? Because he has an Afro-Indian, you know, vice president, is he going to be very much towards India and say, no, we will increase the quota. Do you know how many possibilities are there? Endless possibilities. Indians say the new president is a friend of India because he is the one who is quite helpful to us. Now India can go ahead with the Chabar port. Now you will ask me what is Chabar port. Don't ask me. Go, go and see in the news. So we come up with a thousand possibilities. India can do this. India can do that. We can start another, you know, India can become the world leader now because this person is our favorable. Now I want you to think. 
Does anybody know him? Nobody knows him. This is this is our way of no. This is no. This is not like that. This is complete N O no. Nobody knows the new incumbent. Nobody knows the new incumbent VP. Nobody knows. What are they going to do? How do you know? This is the problem in the world. You have no clue. What is the truth? Nobody understands. So in the material world, if you have no knowledge like this, and whatever that Indians say, they are talking about speculation. Got the answer? They are talking about speculation. They think like that. Their mind thinks like that. And there are lots of great thinkers, by the way. They will sit and they will type out nice, you know, whatever uh, report. Somebody will say, they are going to side us. On the other hand, we have another nation called Pakistan on the side. This is the same person, the incumbent has been given the highest honor in Pakistan. The honor is or designation, like we have a Padma Shri and you know, whatever, Padma Bhushan and all that. They have given Biden the highest honor there. Now you tell me which side is he going to take, theirs or India's. So who can decide? They will say he will take our side. Indians will say they will take our side. He is the one who went and sanctioned them 1.25 billion dollars. Okay. So whose side is he going to take? Now do you understand this is the biggest question mark in everybody's life. Nobody knows who is going to side whom. Can you be sure about tomorrow? What's going to happen? The girl that you think, oh, this is, I'm happily ever after marriage I got. In the first year of marriage, every woman, every woman, she will have at least, you know, pictures which are very, very cutie type, you know, cozy posy and all those kind of things. She will have, oh, I'm doing this, oh, so many hearts, so many love symbols. I went here, I went there. Every idiot does this. Okay. Why? That is what they are expected to do. So, this is what happens. And then one year later, I don't want to be on my Facebook page. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be. Because the same husband is a tyrant. Or the same wife or the same girlfriend whom they thought, oh, such a beautiful, such a cutie pie I got. That cutie pie becomes a beauty, I don't know, whatever. Beauty and the beast kind of a thing, you know, maybe horrible person. And then the whole thing changes. So how do you know about your future? You don't know anything about your own future. You don't know anything about any aspect in this material world. You are just a, a, you know, a boat in the ocean and it is just drifting with no idea whether there is going to be land or there is no land or whatever. You are so confused. Go and look into your own life. The face which had a smile. Today is like this. 
people will get up in the morning and they men especially you know and they'll take then they'll take one selfie only for the selfie after that nothing is there why have you seen those places where people take selfie with where they take their stomach in like that well why not and there are some people who will show that no this is not my morning photograph you know i have this stomach i have i have all these wrinkles i have these white hairs the people will show some people love to show that they get lot of traction over there this way also they get a lot of traction that way also they do they get a lot of traction but nobody actually tries to be good everybody is faking it how do you know ask yourself this question when you don't know anything about any aspect of life what is your future how does anybody know so the main word which i have been saying for the last 6 minutes do you know what the word is k n o w no there are two aspects to know first the material worldly aspect of knowing which is worthless because you can't say anything people think i am going to be the ruler of a country for the next 20 years and the person goes out in first 4 years itself out somebody says i am going to be a you know a ruler for all my life and they get gunned down some person says i am going to do this and i am going to stay here forever sir there is no forever in this world why are you behaving like this there is nothing you can predict even for tomorrow so knowledge is important and krishna is saying in this one verse i am going to give you that knowledge i shall unfold to you in entirety this wisdom i am going to unfold to you i am actually going to tell you the knowledge everything that you want to know in this world not this world alone any world the heavens the hells the whatever planets that you want to know everything that you wish to know i can give you all that knowledge he says i will unfold to you in entirety he is not saying i'll give you little knowledge you can get every knowledge when you have surrendered to krishna when you are one with him when you are one with krishna when you have surrendered at his feet and you don't use your mind if you use your mind even once you are never with krishna got it because there will be people who will say you know guruji i listen to 90% of what you say 10% i know sometimes comes my mind comes sometimes illa no sometimes here no exception to the rules you have to be 100% surrendered when there is 100% surrendered suppose there is a horse 90% it listens to you and 10% it will not listen to you then what will happen then you will get into trouble because the horse will take you 
you know, near the cliff and he will jump from that side or he will push you over on the other side. Then what will happen? The end. Janagana mana. Sir, don't, don't say 10% is okay, 5% is okay, 100% surrender. That means you should have absolutely zero mind. Your mind is at my feet. Krishna is saying, no, if your mind is at my feet, you have completely surrendered your mind to me and you are one with me, yoga. Then everything, dependence on me, you know, everything is mine only. I, you have to depend everything for everything on me because I am the repository of everything. So when you have done that, this idea that whatever is my knowledge, don't you think I will give it to you? So my entire knowledge is going to come to you only. So the knowledge of God and his absolute form. So you want to know me? We started with this. Do you, do you know your president? You Do you know your prime minister? Nobody knows. So here in this case I am saying, when you have surrendered to Krishna, you will know Krishna left, right and center. You don't bother your head about it. You will know me in entirety. Entirety. The knowledge of about me will be known to you. Then he says, along with the knowledge of the qualified aspect of God. Two aspects of God. First is the knowledge of God, the wisdom. Second, the qualified aspect of God. Qualified means... God is with attributes also. Did I not say that? In my previous verse, I told you, God has got attributes also. When people say God cannot come to earth, they are so much wrong. Because if God wants to come and he wants to be born, who are you to stop him? Can you say no to him? He is the super boss of everything. Verse. He can be with attributes and he can be without attributes also. His choice, no. It's like you own an ice cream parlor. Which ice cream do you want to eat? As long as you are not a diabetic, okay? <laughs> I will tell you. Which ice cream you like to eat? You like vanilla? Eat. You want chocolate? Eat. You want butterscotch? Eat. You want strawberry? Eat. Anybody can stop you? You are the boss. If Krishna is the boss of everything, if he wants to throw the whole ice cream into the dustbin also, he can do that, isn't it? He is the owner at the end of the day. So do you get what I am saying? The God with attributes and the God without attributes, both this, will be known to you. Suppose you want to know Krishna, the small baby. You can know Bal Krishna. He stopped you. He says, you want the knowledge of that? I will give you. Chalo. Along with knowledge of the qualified aspect of God, God with form and without form. Both these are yours for taking. So you can take it. Lo, jo tumko karna hai wo. Having known which nothing else remains to be known in this world. And that is the ultimate knowledge. If you know this, if you know me, Krishna, says, if you know me, inside, outside, my one with form and without form also. Without form is the Brahma aspect, isn't it? If you don't want to know even that little aspect, I doesn't matter. You don't want to know, it's okay. You want to know, it's okay. Doesn't matter. Whichever thing that you wish to, 
is yours for taking. My whole library is open. There isn't a single book that will not be open to you. Now think. If somebody is so much surrendered to the God, G-O-D capital, has complete faith in Him, has become one with Him, is there any religious book in this world which will not be known? Everything will be known. Is there anything in the world which will not be known? Everything in the world will be known. Somebody asked me a question some time back. They asked me a very funny question. They were doing something wrong and they asked me, Did you know about it? You see, when I have to make a face, I will make a face. No, I don't know. I can do that. And sometimes I can, of course I know. Do you think I don't know? So whichever, you want to see this or you want to see that. Kitna take lena hai? First take me bol sakta Nahi main nahi janta. And in the next take, of course main janta ho. Sab kuch janta ho tumhare baare mein. The idea is what makes you think I don't know. What is going on in your mind also is known. But why would I want to go in your dirty mind? See? So Krishna doesn't want to interfere in anybody's life. The same way your Guruji also knows everything but he is not even going to be bothered about it. Why? Why would I want to know what dirt is there in your mind? Isn't everybody throwing the dirt at the Lord himself? So they are least bothered about the dirt in anybody's mind. So he says over here, having known which nothing else remains yet to be known in this world. So that is the ultimate, ultimate, ultimate knowledge of anything. God with form, God without form. Whether God is there, God is not there. Who is God? Who am I? A sub-question. Whatever question that you have, all the answers will be yours. Every answer. You want to have the best of the strength in the world. You want to do your Padmasanas for 20 years also you can do. You want to stand on one leg, you can do that. Whatever you wish to, I will give that knowledge to you because knowing me, is the last of the knowledge which anybody has to know. Nothing else remains to be known. So, I am going to give you everything that you ask and wish for. And you don't even have to wish. You want, my repository is open, all my doors are open, all my libraries are open. Every knowledge is at your command. Go take it. That way, this devotee of Krishna who has surrendered to his feet in complete faith and devotion and is completely dependent on him. Everything of Krishna, including the knowledge, is there for taking for this person. So this is the end of the first two verses that we have done. And have a great week ahead.